Happy holidays, y'all. Happy holidays. Hey, Charlie. Y'all know this is my feel-good season. Yes, this is Charlie's season, everybody. (laughs) If you knew, just go on her Instagram and see. She is really committed to the holidays. She just sat us down for a few minutes and showed us her whole (laughs) decor. There's like a table setting. There's like poinsettias. Like when was the last time you bought a poinsettia? I have never bought a poinsettia. I have multiple poinsettias. Charlie has poinsettias. And some of them are spray painted. Yes. By her. Yes. Wait, I got to know, what is, what is, does Karma get decorated? So Karma just went and took a photo with Santa, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. She did at Petco. <laughs> it was for charity, y'all. And she had on a Santa's helper tool dress. Yes, okay. A dog okay. with a tool dress. All I right. live for the holidays. I live, y'all know I love a theme. Again, it doesn't matter what time of the year it is. So I'm feeling great. I'm feeling, I'm, I'm in the spirit. Yay. Good. Who is our guest this week? Kim Fields. Yes. Oh, I love Kim Fields. We love Kim. Regine, everybody. So we want to say continue. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love your love for us on using the hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. We love everything that you're saying to us. But remember, you can continue talking to us. I'm at Corey Murray. At Yoli Zama. At Man White Dog on Twitter. And at Charlie Penn on Instagram. We love reading your comments. And actually, Charlie has a really nice one she wants to share. You guys, I, you know, love to check our comments out on, on at late night. You know, just see what the, what the people are thinking. I'm with y'all. <laughs> y'all are our sisters and brothers. And this one came in late Friday from Music Lover For Ya. Okay, hey girl. Her real name is, you gotta get all the love, Shannon. Shannon Key. Thank you, Shannon. Shannon had me real feels, like real tears. This is, she shared a beautiful story with us. So she says, listen to Yes Girl really helped her year. She had a really, really bad experience. Um, She had a great experience. She got a great job. And then she also went through something horrific. Mm. And she got to know us and it really lifted her spirits. And she just gives us so much love. And she said they even listened to Yes Girl in the salon now that she, yeah, that she, um, that she frequents. So, hey, everybody in the shop. Hey, Hey, y'all. Hey, now. What we doing? What we doing? Who's getting the press and curl? (laughs) Yes. Doobie. A doobie life. Shannon, we love you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. And I actually am trying to find you on Twitter. I would like to meet you and talk to you and just say what's up. So find me, please. On Twitter, Yay. we would love to hear more from you. And thank you for sharing your testimony. And y'all, she really got to know us. Yeah, she yeah. really talked about the individual personalities, and it was just beautiful. I could read it, but it's so much. Just go check it out on our Apple reviews, you guys. Yeah. Shannon, you, we appreciate you. You know, it's funny at the bottom of the the comment. It you know it says, "Was this review helpful?" And I was like, "Yes, it was." It was. <laughs> I wish I could star it. <laughs> and Charlie, did you see? We're only five reviews away from your goal from of two fifty. Yes. Get Merry us to 250. Thank Reviews. you guys so much. I appreciate you. Best gift ever. Yay. We appreciate you. Yay. What hey, else we got, Corey? Well, I just want to shout out one more. We can save some of our love for next week's episode because there's so much love we're getting. But I do want to shout out Whitney Prather. She's I'm Whitney Prath. And she wrote at Man Wife Dog. Don't play me this morning, girl. Folks is trying to get their wing liner right. When you wish Amarosa good luck on LinkedIn, <laughs> hashtag dead. <laughs> That was funny. (laughs) And seriously, multiple people were in my DMs like, that Amorosa shade was iconic. Thank you, guys. You know, I meant every second of it. And it was nice to see Angela Rye, Simone D. Sanders, fellow um, friend of the show. Y'all, they, black women, Robin Roberts, 
It was amazing. Yeah, we all felt, we everyone agreed. I yeah. must be the only one that thinks uh, Omarosa is gonna watch January first. Is gonna be like Omarosa Manigault, new whatever her new last name is, new CEO of ARP. Yolanda's on Omarosa watch. Yeah. I am <laughs> watch. You may not like her, but that girl gets on her feet. Bye, boo. Can't do it. What I, happened still, I still want my thousand dollars, um, Charlie. Girl, anyway. I already told you I did not have those coins. Um, Let me <laughs> excuse me, everyone. I'd like to clarify. Go back last week. I did not promise Yolanda a thousand dollars if Amarosa gets a job <laughs> because she probably will. <laughs> oh my God! Um, shout out to Blessing Omaku on uh, Twitter who wrote one of the best additions to my podcast rotation this year was definitely Yes Girl Podcast. Thank you to us. She thanked us, or he thanked us. I'm sorry, Blessing, for the much needed weekly dose. Of black girl joy and pop culture tea. Thank you. Yes. Blessing. Yes. And, and I'm sorry. I just want to shout out Annie, but say, boo, you missed it. She said we had a glaring omission of Regina Hall on the podcast, but we had her on the podcast. We did. And it was lit. It was. And I hope you catch the episode because it was really good. Please go back and check all of our episodes. We had a really fantastic year, if we must say so ourselves. We talked to some fabulous women, and we will do that in 2018. So just stay tuned, okay? Oh, and thank you for all that Taraji love. Yes. It was everywhere. We had so much fun with Taraji. And she gave us real tea. Yes, she did. We told y'all. Yeah. We warned y'all. Mm-hmm. We told you to get your cups. <laughs> get your mugs. Cup runneth over. Oh, it because it runneth over. <laughs> that was Taraji like you never saw it before. Love yes, it. Yes. So... It's time for what? A tea for the week. 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 Ah. Yolanda, I love it. We got to tape that. Don't you love a good ad lib? I do. Uh, I do. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Those are uh. the best ad libs are in songs. Like at the end, you be like, when they, someone's just like, hey, 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 that's the part you remember too. You ever yes. know how you really know a song because it comes on the radio and you know all you know the ad-libs? Yes. Remember back in the nineties with the um R and B like the boys and men? I always know like the tenor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. You know when he comes in there, he's like, I really miss you, girl. You know though, I know all the ad-libs. All of them. Oh God. So what happened this week? So I ain't gonna front, as I've said before many times, I love being on people's IG feeds. Mm-hmm. I love an Insta story. And me Charlie, too. I want more Insta stories from you in 2018. That's gonna be my wish. Okay, I can make that happen. Okay, yes. Okay. I gotta be intentional yes. about sharing. Okay. Um, so I saw, um, actually this wasn't on IG, it was on Yolanda's Twitter, and she was like, I just came from the doctor and such and such. And it made me think all the things I wait until the last minute to do. Like I just booked um, Jillian's eye doctor appointment on New Year's Eve. <laughs> That baby's going to be getting the eye exam at 11.59. Happy New Year, everyone. Because <laughs> I so... needed checked off. I know. Just so you don't feel alone, mm-hmm. I had to check myself. Because you know how you can take out pre-tax money for like your wage work yeah. card and everything? Yeah. I had to call to find out how much carries over because otherwise I got two weeks to spend a lot of money. Yeah. I will be buying a lot of dehumidifiers and allergy medicine. <laughs> on the table in 2016. See, that, will, that won't happen no, again. Ever. No, no. no, but I, really my balance is embarrassing. Like I'm yeah. about to go yeah. troll for some I, whatever I'm, I'm like baby you want some glasses talking to my husband karma you need some glasses yeah. where everybody's getting but glasses but low key can you just like go to Rite Aid and buy up shit yeah, yeah. they have yeah. approved lists yeah. online of all the yeah. stuff you can get and you'd be surprised what's on there everything yeah. from birth control to cough syrup to I mean don't leave the money on the table y'all but yeah. we all do that we put things off we do yeah. also I mean I went to the doctor yesterday just because 
I, for the last two weeks of the year, and it's a very bad habit, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, I'm going to the doctor, I'm going to the dentist, I'm going to the dermatologist, and I'm going to the podiatrist, because goddammit, this insurance will be used. Okay? Yes. We have to take care of it. And isn't it crazy, though, you wait until December, and then you want to get mad when the doctor's receptionist is like, like, "Um, they're not available on those days. And you're like, I don't understand. And they're like, they're thinking, meanwhile, they're looking at the phone like, is this this, crazy? Wait. The last time I spoke to you was December. Exactly. 2016. 2016 and you're mad that your doctor <laughs> wants to celebrate the holidays with their family uh, we're good for that what I else mean? did you put off though besides the doctor oh my god! i put uh, i put <laughs> so i made a list because <laughs> real talk about finances so uh i was gonna go do some christmas shopping because i'm only buying for the kids and i was like who just took a hundred dollars from me and amazon prime girl ancestry.com oh <gasps> Because I had signed up and forgot to cancel, and I forgot for to cancel for the annual, Ooh. and I said, damn. "Damn!" So, but what it did, it made me write down <laughs> all the people that I've like. I got to stop these um, memberships, yeah, that I didn't use. Like That's I did, I joined the Y, too. I didn't go. I took the gym thing, yeah. all that stuff. And I was like, you know what? That's, thought, that's what I'm doing. I thought you were talking about Amazon Prime, though, because every no, year they, they get me. me on like December 14th. And I'm like, not before Christmas. They do. I'm this <laughs> close to canceling because I don't shop online that much. But I like the video. I, I like the videos. So. so clean up your life, y'all. Uh, get it together. <laughs> you have two weeks. <laughs> two Refresh weeks. and renew for 2018. Yes. 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 And, and whatever way you see fit. Yes. Okay. So uh, another person who I love is Yvonne Orji. Mm. Friend to the show. Friend to the show. And do you guys see her IG story oh with God. her brother's wedding in Epic. Nigeria? Epic. Epic. Nigerians know how to get married. Yeah, okay. Too. I love. Uh, is it? Okay. Is it Niger wedding? What do we uh, What do we say? I'm, I'm not Nigerian. Wait. I wasn't. <laughs> look, wait. Look. I wasn't looking <laughs> she at you. She looked at me. I looked at. No. You looked at her a little bit though, Charlie. <laughs> I mean, you looked. I, I do. I am wrong for for asking Yolanda to explain everything on the continent. Me too. No, and I mean, I you know I'm obsessed with Nigeria. I'm so I've sorry. said this before, but there's certain things I'm like. Ugh, I just. I, I think I, I have her. She's a little Niger. more adjacent. Niger. Right. Niger. You're just a little more adjacent. Yeah, so I thought yeah. maybe because I stay butchering something, yeah. but. <laughs> I looked at Yolanda and then I tried to look away real quick. But you couldn't. So last week it was the Jamaicans. This week is the Nigerians. Hey, you guys. We just love your culture. Right. That's it. We're doing our best. You know, I think it's important that we say that. I know the Jamaicans weren't happy with that on Twitter. And I get it. But like I said last week, we just had so much fun. And if we're wrong, correct us. We're here for all of that. Yeah, please do. We got an email this week from Camilla, uh, a publicist that we work with. And she said, you know, I love you guys, but I just don't want you to do any more Jamaican impressions anymore Um, I said you know you know I'm we're absorbing it we're taking it in okay she was like we don't guarantee she was like we don't look shot for everything somebody wrote that on Twitter and I was like (laughs) but it's funny because even when we were doing it last week you heard me I was like oh I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it but I think every time we said something we were like this is wrong we knew we know it was politically incorrect I appreciate that everybody loved us still and respects that that's how you learn yeah Yeah. we love you guys we love Jamaica y'all yeah but yeah, oh. Niger weddings are Nigerian weddings. See, yes. look, look at me already trying to butcher it. If that's not a thing, I'm sorry. We'll just They're say Nigerian amazing. wedding. Yeah. They're she extravagant. Like, They're she was like two, she said these are just 2,000 of our of closest course. friends. Can you imagine? Friends. I could not get 2,000 people together to come to my wedding if oh, I try. Wow. I don't know 2,000 oh, people. Oh, I can. 2,000 people? I think Africans? Oh, yeah. Oh, the y'all like, It's like you have to invite everyone and then wait for somebody to say they're not coming. But if you don't invite everyone, 
you are the bougie, uh, you too American. Like, you got to invite the whole damn village. Do you get a lot of gifts your... and money for those 2000 Like, you Well, know, the people sh- who can afford it mm-hmm. can give you gifts. But okay. a lot of people are there to eat. And like be merry, so it's like it's like a Greek wedding, it's like an Indian wedding. Like some people just come just to kind of um, eat so and be merry, you know, because you, you're you're you're. Uh, putting two families together so everybody wants to be in on the celebration and of course it's a chance to you know show off some outfits because yeah. you know we love that um, that's a universal thing uh, as people of color I think it's it's just it's not everybody that you know you don't know half the people at your wedding yeah see it's funny because so when we got married we went to our venue because we wanted to go to the space that we saw online that we loved and then when we got there we they were like uh, no you need a minimum 250 guests mm. to use this room and I remember being kind of heartbroken and then I went home and I was trying to like stretch my list and then it occurred to me I was like what am I doing like I have to pay per plate for all these people like we don't want to force it so we ended up doing like their smaller room and it was great but it's interesting this pressure like sometimes to have big weddings so I love that in Nigeria that's just just the culture culture, and it's not about the money and the per plate it's about the the community and you gotta buy all the meat and you gotta like cook for everyone everything is cooked outside because it's too much like a kitchen can't handle I love the ceremony too like the um, the woman was the wife was kneeling in front of him and then the the money it's like they were making it rain I know it's not making it rain I know that's not but I think it's they shower money on the West African thing yeah which the first time I saw I was like what is happening oh I love it I saw it first time at at Nana Ison's Mm -hmm. wedding so yeah what's interesting is whenever I see like a super lit wedding on the gram and then I go you know I'm one of those people who have to find the original bride and groom so I can say congrats to a complete stranger they're probably like who's this weirdo that I don't know but anyway every time I find like a super beautiful one it's a lot of times it's Nigerian nice they do that they really do it yeah but Cholo you broke a lot of love stories this year I did. What were some of your favorites? Latoya Luckett. Y'all remember that? Yeah, she got engaged. Everybody was like, huh, hold on, what man? Um, He came out of nowhere, it seemed to people, but she prayed for him and he appeared. Um, Pastor Gray had a premonition, but I broke a lot of good love stories. Latoya Luckett. um, Who got um, married last week. Who got married. Yeah, it was phenomenal. She's on her honeymoon in like Dubai. Nice. MC Light, right? M- Sharia, yep. Okay. I, my teammate Sharia broke the MC Light story. Um, you know she's on the print side. My boo. I'm telling you, love was in the air. There yeah. were more. We always do a roundup of celebrity weddings versus celebrity breakups on Essence.com. Go check it out. There were more weddings this year. Nice, more love. That's excellent. My uh, our creative director Rhonda Thompson. She emailed. She texted me this this weekend and said, "Rumi, mom, papoose just walked past me at the airport, and it was their anniversary. <laughs> yes. So I guess they, you know, they were flying somewhere this weekend. And so. they told their love the story weekend. like no other on mm-hmm. our very first episode yeah, of Yes year. Girl. Yes, remember that? Yes, amazing. It was so good. Go nice. for it. Go for it. Well, you know, I think uh, on the list I do have Russell Simmons and Tavis Smiley, but I, I, I don't know if I want to talk about it. It's, uh, I, I mean, do I do want to talk about that um, shade from Dr. West towards um, Ta-Nehisi Coates. I don't know if you guys read no, it. What no, what happened? Um, it's the black intellectual wars, y'all. Wait. Um, Uh-oh. We all know Ta-Nehisi Coates. The black Coates. civil war yes. that well, Omarosa doing. You know what? This week was a black woman civil war and the black intellectual war. So, you know, we had a lot going on in the culture. Okay. And Ta-Nehisi Coates, who many of you know, is uh, the, an intellectual of our time. He's our sort of generations, um, as Toni Morrison has said, he's sort of our generation's James Baldwin. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he's a great... Um, or to, like he's just a you know a presence yeah, mm-hmm, and um, Dr. Cornell West, whom I respect, wrote a really scathing um, critique of Tanahisi on for the Guardian of all places, which is really odd. But it was like it was petty. 
Um, and many people are just wondering why he did it. Um, but he talked about, you know, he called Ta-Nehisi a neoliberal. Um, basically, he's he aspires to be accepted by white people. Um, so it was, huh? it was. I Has know. he ever heard from West? Well, he's had a thing for for Ta-Nehisi for a very long time. Um, mm. This is not the first time. So it was just, uh, and then Jelani Cobb, whom some of you may know, um, jumped in like, nah, you're not going to do this to my friend, to my brother. Um, he has a right to be criticized, but you're going below the belt. Yeah. And um, so Dr. West, and then Ta-Nehisi um, deleted his Twitter, which I don't understand why. So there's a lot going on there. Wait, so can oh, you wow. imagine being a young intellectual coming up? Um, Ta-Nehisi's not like 40. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he looks up to Cornell West and all these older black intellectuals, and then you come out, and then he's shitting on you. So I can imagine what Tony Heath is going through, but um, so we're gonna keep watching it. He it's deleted crazy. his Twitter. He deleted. Well, as of this morning, I don't know if he went back and, and reactivated oh it, but like, it must. It's crazy to be like, and Tony Morrison already thankfully has been a champion of Ta-Nehisi Coates whereas some black intellectuals are not these are all people that we look up to so I just hope we oh, work wow. it out I, I wonder personally what's that, what's that about it, I, I hate call out culture call mm. out culture y'all know I've said this I don't know why we've shifted so much into the teardowns like yeah. we it's 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 so much bigger with people now than agree to disagree what happened to that yeah and That's we could have had a, they could have had a talk absolutely like, what if we yeah. shit i would watch it because i'm you can nerd. say i don't agree <laughs> with your way of thinking or how you share your voice or share your ideas but don't say you shouldn't have one and that you're trying to be something that you're not who are you to say yeah. and we have room for all of our voices of isn't that what we've always fought for, for absolutely for everyone to have a voice but you would yeah. be surprised like when you see on twitter like all i feel like sometimes i see and you know i've said this before we're just so excited to take somebody down or tear somebody apart yeah and we need to get back to debate we can debate we can agree to agree disagree. to disagree mm-hmm. yeah let's do that's it like baldwin used to that's what he used to do debate. i did not know that now i'm gonna go read this no, no me it. too it's epic mm. Mm. all right ladies let's get into miss let's fields. get into miss fields yeah. so ladies hey Corey. hey yolanda hey charlie hey booze we have somebody I know I say this every week, extremely special. Wait, can I sing the theme song? Okay, yes, yes, go ahead. Which one? Well, the one that I used to watch when I was a teenager. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them all, and then you have the fact of life. (laughs) 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 Who's here, Corey? Kim motherfucking Field. Yeah. I never heard my intro like that. Say it again. We do it. Kim motherfucking Field. In the hell. We are so excited. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I really am. Thanks, girls. And what y'all not seeing is this red. What kind of, what kind of what fiery kind of red? Fire red. I call it Riss K red. Riss K red. K red. I like that mm-hmm. Mohawk situation. Yes, indeed. She's a shave side sister. We're mm-hmm. we're kindred in that matter. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So Love when it. I was in St. Lucia, I had it in a mo- in what I called a twist hawk, and so I had my whole big shock of hair in um, Senegalese twist. And then when I came back for the release of my book, then I was like, I'm in New York. I'm home. I'm going to let it all out. So we just untwisted. And I was like, hashtag untwisted, unbothered. Nice. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Love it. That's one of the love things it. I love about working in Essence. We can wear, I mean, we really, with our hair, there's yeah. no, no rules apply. Well, you better. <laughs> Which you would expect. You might get fired but... if you don't do that. <laughs> She's so boring. <laughs> exactly. Like, wait, did she not put some color? Exactly. That's really, but I love that about Black Girl Magic Headquarters, which is what we call Essence. Wonderful. Awesome, 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 awesome. <laughs> so, 
Corey, you going to do the receipts? I'm going to do some of the receipts. But receipts. I know a lo- the receipts are the credits that you have. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> it's like the, okay. receipts. the receipts. My mind went to some whole... Never mind. Go ahead. No, we've taken... We know that... <laughs> you, know, you know, Our receipts are good. Our receipts I was like, good. God rest her soul, Whitney. She was oh, like, where the receipts? Where the receipts? That's what I was like. No, we've reclaimed well, yeah, right? That's why I was like, wait, how we get started. there? No, through Yolanda, we have reclaimed the term, the receipts. Hey, all right. Yay. Okay. And we'll break it down. Break it down. Receipts. So, facts of life. Yes. As you know. Which I just, mm-hmm. a little trivia, I saw that you were nine, but you need to play 12. Yes. Can you tell me that little I was, story? I was a small nine, mm-hmm. okay? Like now I'm a small 48, you know, depending on who you talk to. But... <laughs> Um, but um, so yeah, I was I was uh, nine years old, tiny for my age, and so they really wanted me to do the show. And they said, "Well, what can we do to make you look taller?" And so one producer, the great Al Burton, he said, "Well, uh, what about roller skates? That you know, add several inches." And so that's why they put me on roller skates to make me look taller. <laughs> had you learned? Had, did you know how to roller skate? Then? I mean, I know how to roller skate, but you know, skating in a big ass oval is real different <laughs> than going up and down like the the steps on 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 what's the on uh, uh different strokes them steps yeah. that grand staircase try rolling down them and the staircase of facts of life in the first season so you know navigating through furniture and stuff that's a whole different ball game than just you know side to side you know a little backwards motion but you know i certainly would have fallen i would have <laughs> been a problem there's and you know in the first season i want to even say it might be either the pilot or one of the early episodes you could see where i'm just like <laughs> and my sons love when that's on look at mommy falling you see a quincy sebastian you see a quincy she almost fell <laughs> <laughs> the babies. Well, the TV so, yes. credits, facts of life, but you also were on Good Times. Mm-hmm. You've also done my favorite living single, yes. Regime. Oh, Regime. That's what I thought you was going to break into. Single. Oh, well, we're, we're going to, the whole podcast is going to be about Regime. Yeah. I'm glad I got my girls. Keep your head up. No, I got my shirt. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I have, literally have a shirt Do that you? says that. In the 90s kind of world, I'm glad I'm like, that's like the motto. That is. No, for life. I'm sorry. Continue. We had to do a breakout Back session. to the receipts. <laughs> But I was surprised to learn you've also been directing a number of episodes of our favorite TV shows yes. throughout your career. Yes. I mean, Keenan Kale, Meet mm-hmm. the Browns, mm-hmm. uh, Let's Stay Together, House of Pain, mm-hmm. uh, the Ricky Miley, no, no, the Ricky Smiley show. The scripted show, not the his script- reality oh, series. So, which yes. is new. Mm-hmm. And then I know you just had that wonderful... Uh, movie what is called the f- uh, a question of faith a question of yes. faith yes i did not direct that i starred in that okay, but cool. yes i did not direct so you've been 40 years. around yeah. 40 and years like Ooh, a boss wait a minute wait a minute we got some for real praise and celebration going on because the british comedy that i'm starring in yes called living the dream we just got picked up for season 2 Woo! congrats so much. In the last you. major receipt, you wrote your book. I did the Bless last major light. receipt, and yes. the and the the dovetail of that receipt is um, being able to say, and I and I've been saying it a lot since it happened, um, that I am on the short list of the Essence Best of 2017 Ooh. books. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a party this morning. It is a party. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I was realizing? Your book is out right now with yes. a number of notable memoirs, like Gabrielle Union's book, yes. Jennifer Lewis' book, Tyler mm-hmm, Perry book. Mm-hmm. So what was the catalyst for you to finally sit down and do this? 
Well, celebrating 40 years in the industry just felt milestone-ish. I mean, you know, it's just it just felt like four decades. Wait a minute, let me breathe. Wait a minute. <laughs> let me look at God and go, oh, you did this. Oh, and you did this. Oh, my gosh, and you did. I forgot about, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, and it just felt like the time was right not to stop, um, but to um, pause and reflect and share in the midst of, you know, still, it's like when you're looking at a highlight reel, the game doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. You know, the game is still going on. You're just looking at some, your highlights. And so I feel like with that, um, that that's kind of what, what happened right at this point. Now, were there some hard chapters to write? Ooh, or is there, are there some stories that didn't make the book? There, there are some difficult chapters, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there are some chapters that even my ghostwriter, who's the brilliant Todd Gold, who... Um, he was so wonderful in helping me shape everything, you know, and and um, that it's all me, you know. It's it's my voice. You clearly, it's like I I love reading the comments on social media. People are like I feel like I'm just you're talking to me right now, and that's you know how how we wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but even Todd said this seems you know more difficult. The tone shifts and changes, and of course, when you're looking back at your life personally and professionally, um, that's why I start with the Langston Hughes. Uh, piece life for me ain't been no mm-hmm. crystal stairs mm-hmm. because you know there's been some 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 stuff yeah. and when you are looking back yeah you're looking back oh well thank god but at the same time you're like Ooh, that was hard that was difficult and so talking about the first marriage ending the divorce i'm um, talking about when you know living single and just kind of how that petered out for me, um, talking about how Facts of Life ended kind of, you know, unceremoniously, despite us being nine years on the air, Um, a car crash I was in, um, being eliminated from Dancing with the Stars. I mean, there's so many different types of difficult moments, you know, and certainly when I had what I call my dark ages, where I just, you know, I wasn't, I was single again, I wasn't working, um, I had this lovely home, but I was just, it just wasn't the picture. And I felt like, wait a minute, I was starting running down my resume to God. Wait a minute, I'm Chip's daughter. Yeah. I'm a tither. Mm-hmm. I'm a this, I'm a that. I, you know, and it's like, um, I just shut down. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not going anywhere and I'm not looking for any other God or any other faith. I just can't work on us right now. And that's what I called my dark period. I shut the drapes, I had these blackout drapes in my house and um, I just laid there I mean almost it felt like a beached whale you know and just my family let me be in that place and they said you can visit this place you just ain't gonna live in this space Mm -hmm. you know and um, and then sharing how I got out of that you know so talking about miscarriages I mean there's a lot of different things that are um, difficult moments absolutely and I also do the audio book uh, the narration on that and so reading my words for the first time out loud there were things that I had no idea would be difficult Mm -hmm. or emotional Uh, the first time I did my spoken word poetry in Chicago and the response that I got as I was reading that those those words, you know, in the from the book, just how emotional I got at the thought of they liked me and my words. I wasn't a character reading or acting someone else's words. So it's it's a definite roller coaster. What are the moments that you credit specifically for bringing you from the darkness to the light? Like what was the light that was pulling you <clears throat> sure. back? Sure. <laughs> 
you're going to be surprised when I say this, Liza Minnelli. Hold see, on. I wish you could see. Can you see their faces? That was her falling out the chair. I was like, we, we all have our music. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Oh, please. What? Go ahead. So I was in, and this is in the book, so I don't want to give too much away, but okay. I was, um, you know, kind of, again, in the dark space, in the dark ages. And I saw this interview with Liza Minnelli, and I stopped, and I was watching and uh, she was saying because she was talking about how she had recently come out of a really dark period for herself and she said that she looked at and I thought she was going to say her mother's work her mother's Judy Garland there's you know litany there's receipts (laughs) there are some receipts for days Uh, but she said I looked at my father's work Vincent Minnelli the great film director and uh, she said I realized I come from that stock and that's what helped her pull herself up by her bootstraps and get it together. And I took that and I I kind of readjusted the translation for me and I looked at my Heavenly Father's work. And so I went outside for the first time in what felt like ages and I looked at the mountains and the sky and the clouds and air and I realized I come from this stock. This is my Father's work and that's what, you know, was, one, was the, the thing that really pulled me out quite honestly you know it wasn't a, a huge revelation from a big gospel song it was Liza Minnelli mm. <laughs> well they do say that when you are needing God or the universe to speak to you yes. it could be that's right. random of that's places. right mm-hmm. so Absolutely. you have to be open though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to be open mm-hmm. absolutely wonderful so you know I do want to know since we met you like 10 minutes ago, you talked about um, that you're a New Yorker. Yes. But you grew up, you were born in L.A. No, no, I'm oh, you, here. I'm you were born, born here. Yes, you grew up in L.A. Harlem, honey. I am Harlem. Oh. I bleed Harlem, honey, through and oh. through. So we moved to L.A. when I was seven. Got it. That's, so I went that's to P.S. 92, my very first oh. school. I was in Mother Goose modeling. I mean, see, look. <laughs> Again, <laughs> the faces. The faces. <laughs> what made you, was it to work? Is that why you moved out it to was L.A.? My mother. Your mom was um, working. Yeah, my, it was that, but more so, you know, Harlem now is real different than Harlem was in the, you know, 60s and 70s and when my mom was coming up. And um, she just felt like she wanted a different, I don't dare say better, but when you're a single mom with a little girl, you know, you want to maybe have a different environment for that child. Um, But also she had worked uh, on Broadway with Pearl Bailey and Hello Dolly and so she had been to LA when she toured with the show and she remembered liking it and one of her dear dear friends her brother uh, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs was out there doing Welcome Back Cotter and so Uncle Larry was like yeah come on out you know and then Danielle Spencer was there with her family and we were close with them and she was doing what's happening Um, and so it just seemed like it was the thing you know for her to do you know for her and her kid. So I went to school, literally. I went to PS92 that morning. Regular. Everything was fine. There was no talk about it, no nothing. I'd had an easy bake oven, I think, for my birthday or Christmas <laughs> the day before. Viewmaster. I mean, you know, we had the blackout. Uh, and I remember looking at the GW Bridge going, wow, I can still see those lights, even though it's a blackout. How is that happening? And I mean, it was just business as usual. And then I came home and we didn't have much, but what we did have was packed. And she's like, we're moving to California. Okay. I'm sure that blackout chip was like, what you won't do? <laughs> what you won't do? 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So I have a question for you. Yeah. So we hear a lot about child stars, and mm-hmm. I'm putting air quotes because, like, I mean, that so many people in Hollywood start off as young as you did. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a you know a thing. But what's true and what isn't about their struggles, rather? Because sometimes, you know, I feel like the idea of being a child star sometimes a start not gets a bad rap, but that it, it's you know that you know yeah. it's so much harder and you know well, to be that famous for that long. Right. Right. What's true and what's, what isn't? Well, I, I think everybody's testimony is different, and what their for truth you. may not be my truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so my truth certainly is um, puberty and, and, and growing pains is difficult. I don't care what part of the world you're in and if you're in a fishbowl or not. It's just hard, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when you add to that, oh, but and now I'm going through growing pains in front of millions of people, you know. I mean, thank God when I was younger and coming up, we didn't have social media like we have now. Girl. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> I don't think I could have gone to college. The right? <laughs> what is y'all? Is it me? No, you know, and, and And so you have that sense of um, going through those really difficult, awkward years. I mean, call a spade a spade. They're awkward years. I don't care if you're an awkward black girl, awkward white girl, Asian, whatever. It's awkward. Mm-hmm. Boy, girl, whatever it is. And, and that's if you have no issues. Now add an issue or two or 12 or 25, yeah. please. And so when you're doing that, but in front of the world, um, it's it's a lot of pressure. It's very mm-hmm. difficult, um, and so those those things are real. And so how people choose to deal with their pressure, how people choose to deal with their insecurities and their awkwardness, that's real. Um, I was one of those kids. Where I was I was afraid to be experimental, like with drugs and stuff. I thought if I do a hit of weed, I might that's be the it. one time yeah. that they go, "Oh my God, we didn't know it could kill." <laughs> there was that one percent. <laughs> I had that fear too. I was like, you know? I'm gonna be addicted, and I'm yeah. gonna be on crack in like five minutes. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna be Not dead. And yes. see, at least you were yeah. still living with your addiction. I'll be the one no. with the gateway. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was called a gateway drug. So, yeah. yeah, you know. I believed so, all and, of that. And I didn't like the taste. The one or two times that you got sip a little, mm-hmm. you know, like when your grandma let you sip a little beer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that, so I wasn't that person. Um, but you know, I was the comfort food. <laughs> Wait. I'm just gonna let that go. No, you no. no. There is a legit picture of my dad, like with a beer can, giving me like is. two sips on the of lip to go to sleep. Sorry, dad, I put you out there, but that was there a is. thing. Absolutely, and I found that picture. I was like, daddy, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So it's it's just it's it's difficult, you yeah. know. And then mm-hmm. how do you choose to when you're going through? How do you go through? Mm-hmm. And it's the same that can be said for adults as well. It's just you hope that you've got more life and common sense to navigate but just sometimes we don't and we will still fall to our vices so you know at, at that point um, I, I just knew that for me I didn't want to harm myself mm-hmm. mm. um, and I, I felt like I, I I didn't want to do things that would embarrass or disappoint my mother or my village and because mm. I felt like they didn't sign on for that they sign on to keep me whole and healthy um, physically and mentally up next, more Yes Girl to come. Corey, are your feet feeling warm and cozy? Yolanda, yours? My feet are so cozy. And they're also super cute. <laughs> Do I tell y'all I, I really love like love rolling? I don't even know if this is style anymore. I love rolling up my jeans so my socks show. Oh, it's you. Oh, oh, you guys God. are stunting with these sock club socks. When your socks are popping, you have to show the show. The them. people need to see the plot. Yes. yes. Yes, they do. And, you know, like I said um, last week, I think, you know, you go to people's houses now and everyone's bougie. No shoes. <laughs> 
So your socks need to be. Um, I, I don't play that either. Like you walk in my door, no shoes. So that's why I really appreciate my monthly sock club membership. With the holiday season being right here, y'all, sock club is delivering the perfect gift experience. Remind your loved ones that you care each month with quality American-made socks that and, can be delivered to your house each month. Yes. And they are fresh, modern, classic designs. They're made in the USA. They're delivered once a month, like Yolanda just said. And what I love about getting it for the holidays, you're not just going to get it on Christmas or whatever the holiday is you celebrate, but you're going to get it in January, February, March, or however long you get your subscription, which is really great. And they're different every month. The packaging is super cute. They're made well, and they really do have gift subscriptions available. So it's perfect for you and anyone in your family. So where do they get that hookup, you guys? Go to SockClub.com slash YesGirl and get 15% off using the discount code YesGirl at checkout. That's SockClub.com slash YesGirl. Give a little reminder of your love every month. You know, speaking of your mom, there was something I was um, watching one of your interviews um, and you kept saying how your mother really got in your head Mm -hmm. and telling you, don't let anyone intimidate you, including your own mind. Yes, yes, And something about that really spoke to me because you know it's one thing for our mothers to always constantly tell you don't let anybody bother you don't let anybody mm-hmm. but it's like even yourself I thought that was That's very right. insightful that she told you that well she, she that? yeah she told me that because I was and and I mean how do you know you're in your head you know mm-hmm. when you're seven but that's what happened. I was at the audition for the Miss Butterworth Syrup commercial, and um, the amazing Janet Jackson was in the room. And I knew her. I knew her from not knew her like personally, but I knew of her from those wonderful Jackson TV specials from back in the day. And I was like, "That's Janet Jackson. I ain't got no front teeth. I'm small. <laughs> I'm from. I'm. I'm. It's time to go. And I mean, really." <laughs> At seven. At, at seven, you know? <laughs> and, I mean, when you think about it, oh, yeah, no, I mean, just, oh, You know no. the front ones go first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I just felt so, mm. I didn't belong here. I, I don't belong here. And it's amazing the kinds of thoughts you can have at such young ages. But if you don't have a parent to snatch that up out of you, and my mother marched me to the bathroom in that casting director's office, and she said, let me tell you something, and that's the quote, don't you let anybody or anything intimidate you, even you, from being your best. You just do your best. If they want you, then that's what they go with. But you do your best. And I cannot tell you guys truly how many times over the years of my career when I've been at auditions and then when I graduated from not auditioning but going to producer sessions or screen tests a meeting it could be anything if I go into a room and I get that that feeling of I don't belong here oh it's going to go to somebody else I promise you I take myself to the bathroom get into a stall and I tell myself don't you let anybody or anything intimidate you get out of your own way get out of your head God bless Chip Fields for giving hey, you that. now. That's the truth right there. We can really be our own, our biggest haters. That's the thing. Very much so. You and can that's completely the get in your own way. Absolutely. Yeah. You let that fear get you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. So you have been at the seat of so many historic shows, like beloved mm-hmm. shows, from mm-hmm. Facts of Life to Living Single. It's just been, you've had a seat at the table. So when we look back in mm-hmm. years, and now we're already looking back, like, th- this was the heyday of a lot of black television programming, and you mm-hmm. were right there. Yes. In it. Yes. That's wonderful. So tell me about, like, even 
for example, for us, this generation, it's mm-hmm. all about living single, right? Because <laughs> you were you projected our realities on national yeah. television in a way that yes. maybe, you know, I wanted to move to Brooklyn because of mm-hmm. Regine and the crew living mm-hmm. in Brooklyn right, in right. the cute little apartment. Okay. Yes. Having a boyfriend upstairs. <laughs> I wanted a magazine. <laughs> I wanted a magazine. Of course. I wanted to run my own magazine. Look mm-hmm. where we are. And so, so tell me, like, when you look back on those years and creating that kind of television programming that is lasts with people for generations, what do you think? The bread. first thing. <laughs> that was a great question. Right? Do you love bread? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make a soup? Because <laughs> you were living just right then okay. in, in the O space. Um, but um, when you're in it, you, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. I did a documentary once. Um, uh, for BET um, on Monk and Coltrane. And I was interviewing the various people um, that were the experts. And, you know, of course, the question was, you know, do they know their Monk? And he says, you know, when you're walking with giants, you, you don't know you're, you're with giants at the time. Because mm. usually everybody's a giant, so y'all don't know any different. But you also don't know the impact at the time. And so for us, had no idea. You know, um, even during Facts of Life, you know, that you mentioned, I had no idea. I mean, to us, you're just doing your job. You're going to work. You're going with a grateful heart. Glad I got this gig. Somebody got canceled last week. Um, You're going with an expectancy of a good script to then, you know, you do your part to breathe life on. And Yvette Lee Bowser, I mean, she... I don't want to say she she got lightning in a bottle with living single um, because I, I sometimes I, I kind of don't like that term, quite honestly, because I feel like it's it's defeatist. Like, well, OK, well, guess guess we ain't going to have that again mm-hmm. if that was the lightning in the bottle. <laughs> and I had to flip the script on myself. And I was like, well, wait a minute. How many times did you have to move that bottle to get the lightning? Because let's not act like lightning only strikes once. So, you know, how many times do you move the bottle? But she did create something amazing what we did know at the time was our chemistry you know we did know and on both shows we you know being a part of two casts like that was just phenomenal you know yeah can you please tell me who you tapped into for raging who was your inspiration or was it a different people hilarious um the precursor to raging was a role that tommy ford god rest his beautiful soul had hired me to do in a play uh, and this is chapter 11, Regine. Uh-huh. <laughs> In my book, Blessed Life in Stories Now. Yes. Um, but but Tommy um, asked me, he was doing a play called South of Where We Live. And the amazing Wendy Raquel Robinson was in it. Uh, the uh, oh, the phenomenal Mike Beach was in oh, it. Mm-hmm. And um, Gigi Bold. I mean, just some great actresses and actors. Uh, Denise, who is on um, Insecure. Uh, what is Denise's last name? Please look that up. I'm okay. having a moment. She, yeah, she plays the therapist. Oh, yes. yeah. Look, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Denise. Okay. I just know where it's Denise. Yeah. But We're anyway, so a out. great group of, of of people in the show, and we performed the show in this little hole in the wall theater. Uh, no money, but it was a great script, and uh, the character that I played was totally self absorbed. Um, very sensual, loved to shop. When I tell you so completely opposite of me, and I kept wondering, how does he see this in me? And he pulled that character out of me. And that's the only way I could have been confident 
to then do Regine. And when Yvette would tell me, uh, I can't help you with your project because I'm working on this project called My Girls, but I wrote this character named Regine, and she I kind of had you in mind when I wrote it. And once again, I was like, why do they see that? What do they see that I don't see? Well, I'm grateful that, that, that they did. We found her name. Thank you, Bob. Denise Dow. Dow's. Yes, Lord. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So you yes. talk about how Regine is completely opposite of you. And there's a chapter in the book mm-hmm. called Indie Spirit. And we kind of got to see yes. your indie spirit on mm-hmm. the show that a shower name name. <laughs> you know what well, I'm saying. That's chapter 21. Yeah, that's the chapter. I cover that show in uh, the chapter that's called hashtag true to myself. Mm. But anyway, back to your question about the indie spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So tell me about, you know, what. Coming into an indie spirit sometimes is it's not easy because no. the world is telling you, you know, fall in line, Kim. That's right. So how did you accept that? You know what? I yeah. am a yeah. beautiful butterfly. Well, I didn't accept that because I didn't have that in me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this podcast didn't exist then, so I didn't have that information at my fingertips. Um, but... The indie spirit can come from a number of ways. You know, if you feel like you're hitting a glass ceiling, even if it's a glass ceiling that you have placed on yourself. And don't act like we don't put one there, folks. Um, but but sometimes bills, mm. rent, mortgage, tuition, <laughs> school um, bills, uh, all, all of that, life, mm-hmm. car notes, can, can can help foster your indie spirit, you know, and, and motivate that sense of determination, mm-hmm. um, that trailblazer in you. And just because someone else blazed a trail before you and, and, and left some breadcrumbs doesn't mean that you can't reignite that path. I'm teaching y'all. I, was I know. Think I'm so. Teaching, yeah. <laughs> you need a sound for when the gem is dropped. <laughs> or like so I once heard Oprah say, "That's a preach." <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. But but so so for me, um, I was inspired by other people that had the indie spirit, and you have to recognize when you are inspired versus jealous. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ding. I done fell out of my chair, y'all. <laughs> for real. Yeah, the message. And, 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 and it's okay. Be for real with yourself. Even if you don't show the rest of the world, it's okay if you get a little jealous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you're like, well, what about me? Or why she got that? Why he got that? Just don't live in that space, family. Transition that. Flip that into, I'm going to get mine. I'm inspired. I'm inspired. When I went to see, when Chris and I went to see Hamilton, we were talking with uh, Leslie and I was saying, and there's a picture of me on social media where I was fanning out like he was autographing my book. And um, But we were talking about being in the room where it happens. And um, I had said, you know, some time ago I realized that after a while you might have to just make your own room where it happens. Mm. <laughs> Build and one. so, <laughs> ding. So, <laughs> so we need this out. That's all in that crock pot of what inspired me to get my indie spirit. Um, I was looking at Spike Lee. I was looking at Girl on the IRT. I was looking at Julie Dash. I was looking at John Singleton. I mean, there was just a lot that cropped up in the 90s in terms of directors, um, in terms of poets. I mean, oh my goodness, the the, the litany of of poets that inspired me. Um, And so 
But also, I just I'm not cut from the cloth of sitting around waiting on somebody to make me their MVP or or put me in the game, Coach. I'm gonna make my game over here, and then I just keep playing over here. And then if you want me, I'm gonna be over here playing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that that's really where it comes from. I just I can't I can't be idle like that. Yes, it's important to be still. Hear me now. Mm-hmm. It's important to take that time to be still to reflect to plan, to strategize, to, you know, grind it out, hustle in your mind before the action takes place. But sometimes you just got to keep moving, boo-boo, because then that's like attracts like. You know who said this a little less eloquently is Cardi B. Oh, yeah. That, I was thinking post. about that video. Do you follow Cardi B? I haven't recently. She well, it was a word. It's it's okay. yeah. We'll show you after it. <laughs> but she you, said yes. that too. But she said so many women or so many people are questioning her fame and her mm-hmm. the fact that her success right now. And she mm-hmm. was like, "Don't be that bitch. Be the yes. bitch. Like I want to get next to her. To, be yeah, with right. her. Like yes. don't be why why her and not me. Yeah. Be like how can I." Do, do it too. Yeah. How can I do it too? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And but it's okay. I mean, because I've been through that phase. I've been in that seat. I've worn that spirit of why her, mm-hmm. why him. You know. But again, you got to flip that script, though. Yeah. You know. And don't make that your go-to all the time. You know. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be you know that that always a bridegroom, never yeah. the bride, and all that stuff. My bridesmaid. Don't don't do that. Mm-hmm. But don't make that your knee jerk every time. Mm-hmm. But when you do, I mean, keep it real. Yeah. But then keep it pushing. Okay. Oh, go, go ahead, Corey. No, go ahead, Charlie. I have to ask this. One, A, like I love it. <laughs> have you seen the which living single character are you quizzes? Yes. And B, did you get regime? <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friends will battle over those. Like, I got regime. I got, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. just curious if you always, because that is an iconic quiz. It online. is an iconic quiz. And, you know, again, I'm I'm always... <laughs> I'm always responding to people, I love how you love us. Just yesterday, I saw a post of this group of friends that was singing, I mean, singing the Living Single theme song. I posted it, I, I, I did, I, or I responded to it. But um, the, for the quiz, um, funny enough, I'm more like Khadijah. Oh, I could totally see that now talking with you. Yeah, Yeah, definitely more like it. I'm trying to. And that's the beauty about playing regime is that it's acting. Yeah. And I'm an actor. I'm not a celebrity first. Get out of here with that bull crap. I'm an actor. So for me, acting is my sweet spot. So you give me something where I can put my tools to use. Oh, come on. That's, 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 you know, that's it all day. And how many wigs did you have? (laughs) Regine's wig collection? Yo, it was massive, wasn't it? (laughs) Yes, it was massive. I don't know what the final count was because it grew every season. Yes, but we had, we had, I think my favorite, my friend, uh, a friend of uh, mine and my husband's who, um, he was doing a, a, a theater production, and he said the scene when I come in and I change my wig and I put on a hat that had the hair in it, change my shoes and everything else. He's like, I need to do that as my quick change behind the scenes for my show because that right there is magic. So. Do you keep in touch with anyone on the cast? Absolutely. Yeah. Let me tell you, I have worked and, you know, I, I realize that living single is kind of the, the, the core here, the mothership, if you will. So and I'm I'm. Elated. It's it's very surreal. It's mm-hmm. it's very surreal when you are a part of y'all are part of essence. So you know how it is when you are making an impact and you're a part of yeah. something that is that. Mm-hmm. Now imagine because you guys got here for this 
phase. Now imagine if you're Susan and Mickey and Terry Williams and those people. You don't know that you're making something amazing. You just you just make you just you're doing what you're told to do, what you're called to do. But that being said, um, I've worked with some amazing people, and I don't mean in terms of their talent. I've worked with some amazingly talented people where I just feel like I'm sitting watching the show like huh mm-hmm. oh it's my it's my turn to speak it's, it's my line now okay uh, oh you want me to direct action I'm just sitting there watching um, so their talent is I, I, I mean just just above par but who they are as human beings that's the incredible part. And that being said, yes, of course, the cast of Living Single. We have this this text thread that we just always are, just the six of us. Wait, one, there's six of us, right? Four, two, yes, yeah. six of us. <laughs> um, and uh, the, the my castmates from Facts of Life, you know, oh, wow. dear, dear friends. I asked Charlotte Ray to come to my book signing in L.A., and she texted me. Okay, let's do that first. Yeah. <laughs> she sent me a text. I'm so proud of you, dear, but I'm going to see a play with my friend Ty, that my friend Tyne Daly is starring in, so I can't. She is the busiest person. <laughs> when I called her on her birthday, hey, Char, and I sent her a video. I said, oh, thanks so much. Listen, I love you, but I'm going to... Okay. She's like, I'm over here <laughs> doing go. my life. My life. Um, but uh, just wonderful people. My friends from Dancing with the Stars. My friends from the British comedy. I mean, there's just... When you when you guys are family, you come to this office space and you do your work together mm-hmm. every day for how many years? You said seven. You ain't even answered. So uh, it's it's been a while, a long <laughs> so, time. <laughs> but I mean, but 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 you become a family. Mm-hmm. You know, when Lonnie says on her Instagram, "I'm going over to Tamara's because Auntie is doing this and the kids," and they mean that thing. Yeah. You 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 become family definitely. Now, if you get a crop of folks that's you know fool ass crazy, or you just don't <laughs> want to be around, and you know, and I've had you know an encounter or two. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Oh, I was do. I'm not I supposed do. to say that. I'm I, sorry. I do want to talk about that though, because yes. every situation has a lesson. Absolutely. In it. Looking back now, it's been about two years since uh-huh. or you, you left the show. Mm-hmm. What did you learn from being on Real Housewives? First and foremost, um, I learned that I needed me time. And I didn't know that. I had me time. Remember I told you about the dark ages. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I came out of the dark ages, the early 2000s, oh, it was all about Kim. I mean, all about Kim. <laughs> I had some good-ass me time. So, <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I had built up credit. So, you know, by the time Ooh. then I'm working um, on different projects, I'm married, I have children, I'm, I'm doing all these things. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, making lunch, going to carpool. These are my sweet spots now and doing my career. And, you know, and I didn't realize, oh, no, you still need me time. Mm-hmm. And I did not know that, honestly, until one of the castmates said, so what do you do for you? I'm, I'm like, that those that she said. What's your happy place? Well, making lunch for the kids, and you know, and 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 yeah. the thing about it, when you think certain elements of your life are not going to be realized, and you either you call it resignation, you call it surrender, you might even say you de- you're defeated. Whatever you want to call it, when you just go, 
all right, so that's not going to happen. That's not going to jump off. I, I'll dust off these adoption brochures and, you know, I'll, or maybe I'll put it together a short list of male friends or friends and mm-hmm. ask them, hey, uh, no strings attached, but uh, I want some kids. I, you know, I mean, you just start, you know, trying to do the do. And so when you really in your quiet space go, so I'm not going to get that. I'm not going to have that. I'm okay with that. And you get to that place. And then it happens. That's amazing. And that happened for me. So it was real, the tears, when I said, I miss Chris. Because I've been in a marriage where I looked up and my husband was out of the country for weeks. And I realized, it feels like my roommate's gone. Mm-hmm. That's different, you know. And to have, to have the things that you don't think you're going to have. And, and you, you walk in that gratitude. Um, so that provided happy place. That provided sweet spot. All those things. Um, so that was definitely a huge, huge, huge lesson. I honestly also learned the value of um, the girlfriend um, experience, you know, in terms of um, having your, your, your girl squad. Um, funny enough, 14 years of ensemble female television between Facts and Living Single – I've been on a bunch of girls, and it still was like, I'm not a girl hangout person. Ugh, no, uh-uh. And it was just not my thing. I don't like to go shopping. I still don't. My husband said, please go shopping. And I came back home with a robe. He almost threw me out the house. <laughs> <laughs> he was so mad at me. A robe. A robe. Not Mind even you, a nice, sitting here with a, a, a mink-infused shawl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but... You know, the the understanding of there are things you can glean from hanging out with the girls. You know, you can, you know, get inspired to do your nails or get your nails done or, oh, that's a cute bag. Well, that came out of this mouth right here. Okay, I am capable of seeing those things and infusing that into who I am and what I'm about without it being, you know, all or nothing. So those were some things that that I I definitely learned um, that I I may not have, you know. Of course I learned um, what the reality space is, you know, from a, a career standpoint. That's one of the reasons why we did it. And to know right now that schedule and lifestyle is too rigorous for us. We need something that's more, um, scheduled of a schedule in terms of who our family is and and what we do and that's something that you know you get a little bit more of that in the scripted space and kim is yes is there anything sweeter than being able to pick up your children from school <laughs> with no stress you're just driving to pick them up yeah. which is what you did you were doing while you were filming like you wanted yeah. to be a mom meaning not those different types of moms there but are. a mom that mm-hmm. was able to be present mm-hmm. for yeah. her children mm-hmm. that was beautiful to see thank you i think that was one of the main things that i don't excited isn't really the right word one of the main things that really you feel good about you know um we feel really good about our season on the show because number one the the feedback continues i mean it's like that would like you said 2 years later and people are still talking about how they loved us on the show how we were such a great couple to watch how they love how the husband had the wife's back and i mean just all of these things and the mothering and it was just it was something different understand family i was never there to move in i was there to visit I visited, 
And I left like you I was supposed to. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I was never supposed to. And even Chris said, you're not supposed to fit in. You're supposed to be you. Mm-hmm. And those things are important. The last thing I'll say is what I learned is you can be true to yourself in any environment and come out strong, if not stronger. You can inspire. Mm-hmm. You can do you, boo-boo, and be okay. All right, I'm the timekeeper. I have that job. So we have to wrap up. What? I know. I thought this was a 24-hour thing. No, it's not. <laughs> we can keep on. <laughs> we can I know. Marathon, right? yes, yes. Girl. But I have to say, going yes. back to Janet Jackson for a quick, you really look like her. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I've never told you guys. Yes. You're like twins. Oh, my God. You're like twins. Since we were kids, we've always, you know, Seriously? yeah. There have been a couple of times where, um, you know, she'll it's say, uncanny. I saw a picture. This was years and years ago, you know, but she like, I saw a picture. I thought it was you. It's me. I thought it was me. I was curious. You. Have you ever been mistaken? Yeah, so, because I can yes, see that. Yes. Often. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. That, and that's I, that's an extreme compliment. I think she's one of the most beautiful women in You're the world. You're both stunning. Thank you. I mean, no. Seriously. Thank you very much. Thank oh, you. Ready. <laughs> oh, confirm or deny. You have Jamaica and heritage. Confirm. <laughs> Confirm or deny, you and your mom have starred in these two shows together. Good Times, Facts of Life, Living Single, and was there another one that you've been, both of you have been on the show? At the same time, like in no, the, not same the same episode? Time, you've been on the show. Oh, like, okay. In, in the- then yes, I can confirm that and add to it. You're not ready. You're not ready. Hold on. Put your seatbelts on. The Facts of Life TV movie in Paris. Facts of Life goes to Paris. She was in it. She was in it. They yes. gave her, because she was there, you know, as she wasn't even there as my guardian because my Aunt Pat was there. But she was like, you ain't going to Paris without me. I brought you into this world. I brought you into this industry. Uh, but while she was there, she played the editor of a of a magazine or a newspaper or something like that. So she's in Facts of Life goes to Paris. So. Oh, wow. Yes, confirm. Confirm or deny you were once arrested for protesting a uh, black woman's death in Riverdale, California? In Riverside, yes, confirm. Riverside. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was that about? Uh, oof. It's unfortunate that some things are still cyclical. Some things we have to, we have to break the cycle. Just We have to. That's probably the hardest part about writing about it in the book and and reliving the memory and then when the beloved Dick Gregory passed away and posting the pictures because he and I were together and Martin the third and Mama Maxine and and we were all there and that's that's the most difficult part about that memory and that experience is the fact that all these decades saints decades later we're still dealing with this issue um to answer the the question though in terms of what was that experience like um there was a part of it that was was empowering from the standpoint of everyone has a voice mm-hmm. and especially when you 
you know, at, what was it, Black Dynamite? We got to collect the facades. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm quoting Black Dynamite in oh this moment. <laughs> and our dear friend Oba Baba Tunde said, we got to collect the facades. But when, <laughs> but when you have your voice, you know, as a, as a collective voice um, and how powerful that is. And this was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, before people could take to Twitter yeah. and take to Instagram. You know, you had to drive out there and you had to show your support. And so it was very, um, it was very surreal. I wasn't scared at all. Um, and, you know, again, Dick Gregory and, and, and Martin and everybody just let me know because that was my first time being arrested. And they let me know what the to expect, what the process would be, stuff like that. Um, but it was... Um, it was it was also very sad because of why you're there, you know. But when you realize you're standing on the shoulders who have come before you to impart change, that part is 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 very empowering. Wow, thank you. You ain't got no denies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we are in the Truth House at Essence. Receipts and telling the truth. <laughs> Setting the record straight. <laughs> I love oh, I got a deny. What's a deny? Because for a long time, I thought it was a confirm that I was on Sesame Street when I was a little girl. And I have to deny. My mother, in all her glory, uh, he's like, I told y'all, we got to wrap this shit up now. <laughs> no, no, he's over there confirming. He's like, <laughs> but my, my, I was doing an interview uh, for TV Guide. Um, and uh, the, the reporter was asking me about, you know, my early work. I said, oh, yes, I was in Sesame Street. And my mother said, baby, let me stop you, please. I'm sorry. I don't know how you got this in your head, baby, but you was never on Sesame Street. And I was like, oh. I, I was never on Sesame Street. Oh, <laughs> now, all the time she ain't pull me to the bathroom and tell me that. Why you got to say it in front of the doggone reporter for TV Guide, lady? But that's a deny. It was not on. Yes. Exclusive. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Kim Phil's been lying all these years. <laughs> that's we so love hard. you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to our guest, Kim Fields. If you enjoyed these conversations, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes Girl, such as our conversation with Regina Hall, Tiffany Haddish, and Gabrielle Union. You can find these on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you're there. And thanks to our sponsors. Please support them the way they support this podcast. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work and Gold Standard Creative for our music. We'll see you next week.